Yes, let's give the Lord a clap. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Wow. Thank you, Chad. That's a great song to start off today's service, and it's great to see you folks all here, and welcome. Welcome, everybody, and those of you who are uh, streaming right now, and those of you who are watching it in a little bit during the week. God bless you all. It's just so good to have you here. Hey, I don't know if you know this, but we have a getting to know you card around here. Some of you, as you walked in today, you might have noticed it. Hey, getting to know you. It's right on the front, right on the front table there. So if, uh, if you're fairly new here, we'd love for you to fill that out. And for those of you online, you can uh, send us a, an email or a text or something like that. We, we'd love to get to know you, just to connect with you. So during the week, we, we have people, mainly Carrie and I and some others, who would love to get to know you and, and just uh, help you find your way here at Prince George Pentecostal Church. Great. Well, we've got a couple Bible studies coming up. Now, some of you, you know, we took, we took the survey, and, and a lot of you said, hey, that would be a great idea if we, we would go a little deeper in God's Word. And so we have a couple of Bible studies coming. Uh, the first week of March, we've got a ladies' Bible study. It'll be Thursday mornings, or afternoons, Thursday afternoons from about 1 to 2.30, okay? And it'll run for about six, seven weeks, something like that. Just, it'll close just before we get to Easter, okay? So it's a study in the book of Philippians by a, just a, a great lady by the name of Joe Saxton, and uh, Carrie will be facilitating that. We also have an all-church Bible course that we're going to do, and we're looking forward to this as well. That'll be taking place on Wednesday nights, okay? Wednesday night from 7 to about 8.30. And uh, it'll be a time of, of we'll watch a video, we'll have great group discussion around tables, and, uh, you know, just a time of fellowship. It'll be great to connect as a church family right in the middle of the week. So uh, this is, a, this is a, a, just a great course. It's, it's called The New Testament You Never Knew. Uh, one of the hosts is N.T. Wright. Some of you would recognize that name. He's a great uh, uh, theologian in the evangelical world, and, and uh, he'll guide us through. I've taken the course, and wow, it's just opened my eyes to a, a lot of things uh, going on in, uh, in the New Testament time. So it's the New Testament you never knew, okay? So you'll get a lot of the behind-the-scenes story, and you'll enjoy it. Well, we do have a couple of staff changes to announce to you as well. And we're really sorry to have to say goodbye to Elena, Elena Anra. She's doing the PowerPoint this morning. Wave, wave to the people, Elena. Those of you online can't see this, but she is waving at us. And Elena has, has served us so well here as the administrative assistant in the office. And she's now going to be giving her time to homeschooling her children and uh, raising her family. And we just... Uh, we're sorry to, to see her go, and she's been a tremendous, tremendous blessing to us as a church. But we've got her husband, and uh, you all know Bryce back there, sound. He's always wandering around here. Most of you know him. And Bryce is coming on as, uh, in an official capacity as director of technology. We call him DOT, okay? Director of technology, okay? So uh, it'll be a, a very, very... Uh, uh, part-time paid position that, that Bryce is, is, will be having, and, and we're very thankful that, uh, that he's, he's going to be doing this job. So just encourage them as you leave today. Just say, say hi to Alina and uh, 
and the kids and, and, and thank them. I don't think I need to encourage you to do that too much and, and welcome Bryce on board. And we, we just, I mean, he's been doing this the whole time, but now it's in an official capacity. So we thank him a lot for that. Great. We also need a lot of help with our kids. Uh, some of you have seen the kids running around. They're, they're downstairs for the most part right now. But we need, to, we need people who will give good direction to our children. So if you're interested in serving in that way and uh, just being a blessing to our kids, come and talk to me this week or today even would be, would be super. Okay? Well, I think that's about all I've got to say for you today. to you today, except don't forget that we need to keep going with our giving. And, and I know most of you are just so being so faithful in giving the Lord his tithes and, and bringing your offerings to the Lord. So we want to continue to, to be faithful in that respect and, and continue to move forward for his glory, for his goodness. Let's, let's look to the Lord in prayer. Lord, thank you for this time that we can gather together as, as your people. And Lord, it's just, it is such an honor. It's such a, a privilege to be a part of your family, and then to be able to meet like this and, and lift your name up high and, and to encourage each other as a family of God. So be glorified today, Lord. And I just pray for those who are continuing to give sacrificially of their means, Lord. All that we have, you've given to us first, and, and we thank you for that, Lord. Now we want to be good stewards of what you've given us. So pour out a blessing on us as, as your church family, Lord, as we continue to be faithful in giving of our, of our tithes, our offerings, but also of our talents and that which you've, you've created us with. Lord, we thank you for that. And Lord, be glorified in this service today. And Lord, I pray that you minister by your Holy Spirit to everybody that's in this room, but also to everybody who's listening, uh, who's live streaming now or even listening throughout the week and, and in the coming weeks, Lord. I just pray that your word would go forward and just minister deeply into people's hearts. Thank you, Lord. Receive our worship now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Everybody said it, right? Amen. Amen. Let's all stand as we continue to worship the Lord together. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's wonderful. Hey, everybody, have a seat. I'd like to introduce our guest speaker for this morning, my Valentine, uh, Carrie Peters. Thank you. 45 years. Woohoo! <laughs> I'd like to begin just by praying just a popcorn prayer, okay? <laughs> Lord, I just pray um, that as we delve into Scripture right now, Lord, that you will speak, you will um, teach us something new, that we will walk away from here um, changed in some way, Lord. Just make a little pivot, maybe. Lord, you'll show us. So Holy Spirit, come now and uh, just take away any distractions that might be. Not the kids. We love the kids. Um, but Lord, just help us to focus in on what you have for us today in your word. Amen. <laughs> so Ralph's the professor. And I'm the teacher. <laughs> so this might not be quite as polished as, as Professor Ralph. <laughs> but I hope it's something that will um, challenge us all today. I love you. 
We're going to look at 1 Corinthians 3, uh, 1 to 9. Sorry, I'm keeping this here so that I don't wander away and go off my thoughts, okay? So I feel like I'm not seeing you guys over here, but I love you and you guys up there. Um, so 1 Corinthians 3, 1 to 9. I'm going to read the whole portion. You can follow there or in your Bible. It's the um, New Living Translation. So I used to love the New King James before that, the Old King James. And now I'm lately into the New Living, and I like it too. But I've memorized so much in the uh, King James and then the New King James. So sometimes it almost seems foreign reading something from the New Living, but it, it does make it maybe a little clearer to understand. So I think in the New King James it says, Dear Brothers, but here it's Dear Brothers and Sisters, so I'm glad we're included. Are you glad too? <laughs> uh, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. I, oh, this is Paul, by the way. I had to talk as though you belonged to this world or as though you were infants in Christ. I had to feed you with milk, <clears throat> not with solid food, because you weren't ready for anything stronger, and you still aren't ready, for you are still controlled by your sinful nature. You are jealous of one another and quarrel with each other. Doesn't that prove you are controlled by your sinful nature? Aren't you living like people of the world? Oh, this is tough. When one of you says, I'm a follower of Paul, and another says, I follow Apollos, aren't you acting like people of the world? After all, who's Apollos? Who's Paul? We are all only God's servants through whom you believed the good news. Paul, Apollos, all the other teachers. Think about today, all the teachers, preachers. They're all only God's servants, right? Um, each of us did the work the Lord gave us. I planted the seed in your hearts, and Apollos watered it. But it was God who made it grow. I think of God as the sunshine, right? Um, so you got the planting, and then the watering, and then you have God putting the sun and helping us to grow. I like to visualize it. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seeds grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose, and both will be rewarded for their own hard work. Good thing we get a little bit of a reward, hey, Ralph? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in heaven, right? <laughs> and both will be rewarded for their hard work. For we are both God's workers. He's talking about Paul and Apollos there. But, and you are God's field. You are God's building. So we're going to look at the first uh, three verses first. Um, verses 1 to 3. And um, Paul, who was an apostle chosen by Christ, begins by admonishing or bawling out the believers in Corinth, telling them to move on from eating baby food and acting immature because they were still letting their sinful natures control their lives. They were jealous of one another. They argued with one another. How about us? Do we act like this sometimes? Are we argumentative? Critical? Negative? 
Do we act like babies sometimes? How about jealous? If any of you have had teenagers, you've probably said to them at one time or another, quit acting like a baby, right? It's not a really good thing to say, but sometimes we get to our wit's end and that's what comes out, right? Quit acting like a baby. But you know what? Even those of us who are mature in our faith in the Lord, we act like babies sometimes. We still have these ugly things like being jealous or being argumentative or being negative or critical. They still try to get into our mind and into our lives, right? Um, <clears throat> I'm going to, get, sorry about that. I'm going to give you a little bit of my background to emphasize this point, <clears throat> especially the argumentative part. I'm gonna make it short. <laughs> Um, this is what I would call the three-minute version of your testimony. Ralph and I, teaching at the college, teaching teams to go on mission, we always get them to write out a three-minute version of their testimony. So if you're ever in an elevator or standing at a bus stop and somebody's getting to know you and they give you permission, you can give the three-minute version. And then if that makes them hungry for more, you can ask for permission to tell the whole story. So just going to give you the three-minute version. <laughs> um, long story short, my father passed away with a sudden massive heart attack. I didn't even get a chance to say goodbye to him. I was only 17 years old. I had just accepted Jesus into my life um, right after that. The week of his funeral, I was crying. I was in my car. I had gone to uh, his house and had to pick out the clothes for his coffin because my mom just couldn't do it. It was too hard. And so she sent me to look through his clothes and pick out something because in those days, you know, they had the open coffin thing. So I came from that <laughs> just a few days after he passed and I had to, I just broke down. I was crying like, you know, when you're gut-wrenching crying just so like lost, feeling lost, feeling hurt, feeling sad, uh, all those things. <clears throat> I had a small little Bible, I think it was a New uh, Testament, in my glove compartment. Why to this day, I don't know. I think I had found out about the Lord maybe at a Bible camp, and I put it in my glove compartment so that God would protect me when I drove like crazy as a teenager does, right? I don't know, but like, here's my Bible in the glove compartment, keep me safe. And um, I opened it, literally, like just, and I was crying, and guess where it opened to? <laughs> Romans 10, 9 and 10. And that, um, that goes like this. Well, I have it memorized in King James, but here it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. It is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So, that's exactly what I did. I said, God, if you're here, if my dad maybe is in heaven, I don't know, but I believe. That, that, that was my conversion story in a second. I just said, I believe, 
and I want to serve you. And that was, that was that. That was just a few days before his funeral. The longer version, but I'll just say one sentence, all of my family became Christians that year. All my sisters, my brother, my mom, everyone found the Lord that year. So in a way, I've always said my dad had to die in order for us to be saved. That's what happened. That's just the reality of it. So we've got to get back to this argumentative spirit, right? So that fall, I went off to Caribou College. I'm not sure what it's called now. Does anybody know? Thompson University? Yeah. So I didn't know what else to do, so I was 17, and I decided to go to college. I spent most of my evenings, though, with my roommate, who was a born-again believer <laughs> and much more mature. I put my homework aside often because <laughs> I was so hungry, and she would help me to understand the word. And we got into Paul's writings a lot because she was a little bit off on her what do you call it, theology? And just kind of focused in on parts of the Bible, not the whole Bible. But you know what? I was like, I'm in. Let's study. I just wanted to study. I wanted to witness. I wanted to go to the parks, talk to people at the parks, tell them about Jesus. And then I met a couple young adults, and we decided we were going to go to the halfway house, which is the corrections um, halfway place, you know, for guys to go um, before they get back out onto the street. So we're going to go to the halfway house and just share Jesus all the time. So I think we went once a week. And what did I do? I tried to convince this one fella, especially, that he was wrong about his faith and mine was the right one. Yeah. He was a Muslim, and he, he knew what he believed. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> sorry. But he was wrong and I was right. We both argued for a couple hours. I would show him scripture. I was trying to prove to him Jesus is God. And he's like, no, there is only one God. That's Allah. Jesus was a good teacher, but he can't be God too. So I'd prove, you know, the Trinity. The, no, argue, argue, argue. You're wrong, I'm right. That's how we would leave every discussion. I don't even know what the other young adults did there or who they talked to because this was my person. I'm going to lead to the Lord, right? <laughs> Tried to convince him. How many of you know that arguing to try to win somebody to the Lord is not a good way to do it, right? No. Um, arguing your point is not, not a good way. Now bringing it a little personal into personal lives. Um, after 45 years of marriage, hallelujah, that's a good thing to celebrate. We did it, 45 years, almost, coming up. Uh, we learned that when we get into heated discussions or arguments, you could say, we always told our kids, no, we're just discussing something. We're not arguing, right? You probably should have said, yes, we're arguing. <laughs> um, inevitably, one of us will stop and say, hmm, you're thinking blue and I'm thinking pink. Or Ralph would say, you're thinking pink, I'm thinking blue. I guess I don't have to explain that very much. Um, 
And then we would say, okay, let's just agree to disagree. I'm never going to convince you this is how it was or this is the right way to interpret scripture or whatever we were disagreeing about, you know. We're never going to win here because you're thinking blue and I'm thinking pink. And it doesn't really matter who's right or wrong. It, it, it's such a little thing, right? So we would just agree to disagree, stop, and uh, move on. Sometimes, I think in the early days, we actually prayed too. Maybe we forgot that lately. I don't know. <laughs> just remembered that now. <laughs> Got to add that part too. Um, so when we quarrel with our fellow brothers or sisters, and back to our scripture, that's what he was talking about, right? Think about now your community of believers, whoever they are in your life up there in, in La La Land up there. Um, who are those people that we quarrel with, um, our brothers and sisters in the Lord, or even those who are not yet saved? Um, in our workplace or someone in the community. Um, we're being controlled by our sinful nature, which is, we all have a sinful nature, even after we ask Jesus into our heart. It, it slips back in sometimes, right? And we're letting that control, if we're, if we're getting into quarrels with people, or um, just so that, we all know it's something we can intentionally um, choose not to do, though. It's stopping ourselves and choosing not to let that uh, sinful nature control us and go into those quarrels or, um, or even think about critical spirit, negative spirit. We can instead choose the Holy Spirit to let allow the Holy Spirit to control us. Um, I read a post this week and I thought this might, especially for you women, but maybe there's some men who do the laundry here. Any? Do you do the laundry? Uh-huh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Anybody iron? Any of you men iron? Oh, good for you. Wow, good. Huh? No. <laughs> So here's the saying. I'm going to say it a couple times. I am doing brain laundry. Separating my thoughts into lights and darks. Get it? I am doing brain laundry. I'm separating my thoughts into lights and darks. Maybe colors too, I don't know. So I was the oldest of um, four siblings, and I've always separated the wash, the light and the dark, and I actually had a colored too, light colored, kind of could be a load too. We had six, four kids, six of us, there were lots of loads of laundry, but it always had to be separated. And that was engrilled into me by my mom. I think she bleached the white load then, and we learned you had to put bleach in the whites, so you don't dare put any darks in there, right? And especially if something red got into the light load, everything turns pink. That's not a color most men. Well, uh, yeah, maybe nowadays. It, yeah, it, sorry. It could be okay. 
So my 40 plus year old daughter, um, you know, when we're taking, we were or had taking care of her kids, she's like, mom, everything, you know, it's not like that today. Everything can just go in. Materials are different these days and you can put the like, to this day, I can't do it. I can't put dark stuff in with the light. Um, so let's go back to the phrase doing brain laundry, separating my thoughts into darks and lights. How can we stop dark thoughts, harmful thoughts, critical thoughts, negative thoughts from entering the light thoughts? So if you can even imagine your mind in two sides, how can we stop those dark thoughts, which would be negative, critical, argumentative, jealous, just name them, there's lots, right, from entering into those happy thoughts, the, the joy, the encouraging type thoughts, all of that. How can we do that? Well, a good teacher would say, okay, go home and do your homework. So I want you to think about it this week. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the answer. I'm sure your mind's already going, but ask the Holy Spirit to help you. That's probably the, the biggest key. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you to um, not allow that all the negative and critical and argumentative thoughts to control those good thoughts, those happy thoughts. Some people have some really good thoughts. They're on their way south. You know, jealous. Hmm, I could be jealous, right? I have to watch that one because, you know, often when someone says they're going somewhere warm, it's really hard to just mm, be happy for them and not, you know, get jealous, right? That's just, that's a thing that occurs sometimes, natural, but instead just bless them and wish them a really good time, right? Um, so we'll leave that there. Now I want to go to the last four uh, verses. So that's um, Elena, that's four to nine, okay? Now, Paul is admonishing the Corinthians not to argue about who's best to follow. It's a little more of the arguing stuff. He's saying that by arguing about what leader is best to follow, you're acting like children, immature, like people of the world. Am I repeating myself? Uh, am I repeating myself? No? Feels like I said all that already. Okay. <laughs> Felt like I said that already. Okay, I'm just reiterating it. So there are numerous excellent teachers and preachers and prophets we can follow today, right? I think, sadly, partly because of COVID, don't even want to say the word, partly because of COVID, we have gone surfing for the best preacher, teacher, prophet, times when we couldn't meet together here, or wherever you are in your, in your reality. Um, and even maybe next week, we'll go surfing again, I don't know. But we're, we have a lot available to us now, today. We have all these good teachers, preachers, prophets available to listen to if we surf the net, if you know what I mean, right? If I can kind of maybe compare that here to what was happening there with the Corinthians. We, we get caught up in the very same thing today. Um, as our verses say, teachers, maybe preachers, prophets, are only God's servant with one thing in common. 
we or they believe uh, in the good news, right? We all do. Anybody we listen to, any teacher, preacher, prophet, they all believe in the same thing, the good news, and to do the work of the Lord, right? So let's not be like the Corinthians and argue about who we're following. Sometimes, right? Oh, I listened to this preacher the other day, and he da-da-da-da-da-da, right? And we're comparing and, and even sometimes convincing someone to follow that person or this person or that teacher or that preacher. This is really what I want to say today. Let's come together with fellow believers. Act like a community. Encourage one another and be a blessing amongst the people in our community of believers first. There are lots of scriptures to that effect. First, and it might even sound, but this is our family. Come, to, let's come together and be amongst um, people from our community. And then the not yet saved. Yes, in verse six, Paul says, I planted the seeds in your heart and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. For me, planting the seed was my roommate in college. She was a mature Christian. She was excited, passionate about the word, and she got me in there. And I had a friend also in high school who I knew was praying for me, and yet I never wanted to walk beside her because she actually walked in high school with her Bible. And I was, I was a hippie wannabe. So in Williams Lake, you were either a cowboy or you were indigenous, or you were a hippie. Sorry, that's in the 70s, that's kind of, and the rest of us were kind of square or whatever. I don't know if we call them square, right? And she walked around with her Bible, and I went to youth with her, mostly to see if there were any cool boys there or whatever. That's actually when I met Ralph later. But he was pretty cool. And um, I should get back to my track of thought here. Yes. <laughs> You get carried away. That's my name, right? Carrie. He gets carried away. So one waters. That was my boyfriend who became my husband. So he kind of brought a balance to what the teaching I was getting from my roommate, right? He brought a little bit more balance. Like there's the whole Bible and the Old Testament's good for us too and all of that. And then some preachers added into, my, into the watering, okay? Um, and then God brought the increase. And that's as I allowed the Holy Spirit to teach me, to control my thoughts, go back to the laundry, light dark, right? I allowed the Holy Spirit to control my thoughts and to comfort me, especially because my dad had just died, right? I allowed the Holy Spirit. That was um, the God part that after the, the watering, that was the sunshine, that's the way I like to look at it. So the seed was planted, then I accepted them into my heart, and so on and so on. Okay, so who planted seeds in your life? Who was the one maybe who prayed for you before you became a Christian? Or who took you alongside them and helped disciple you? It's good to reflect on that and remember, because you had to start somewhere, 
And there's a lot of people out there in our city who still haven't even had a start, right? You had a start somewhere. Someone planted seeds. Someone prayed for you, most likely, before you accepted Jesus into your heart. Um, now the question is, are you continually adding some good teaching to your life? Are you faithful to the group of believers God has placed you with? Being an encouragement, using your gifts, the worship team, the sound, the techies, the guys shuffling the snow on the steps all winter, and I think it was rough, draining the water in the parking lot. Like, there's so many ways we can serve and we can um, help. Are you watering the seeds that perhaps others have sown? So is there, are there people in your life now who somebody else sowed the seed and you're helping them to walk the Christian walk? You're discipling them. You're watering those seeds. Are you influencing, the, influencing people with the good news? Well, we need each other. We do have a place we can come together. We're lucky, we're blessed. We have a place, we have this place. We can come together. That is a blessing. Ralph and I have been, he's been to 55 countries, me something like 35. We've, we've met in bamboo huts in Myanmar. We've met inside the garbage dump in Guatemala. There's, we have a nice warm place we can come together to meet. And we can meet safely, you know, wearing masks and doing those things, and and we can we can carry on. I, I feel like spring is coming, and it's a fresh start. It's it's a fresh start. We can come together, and we can be thankful to the Lord that we can come together, and 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 show that by coming together. And if you're at home and uh, you're alone, um, or you're home with just your family. Um, Invite some others into your home if you're not quite ready yet to come and be a part here and find ways to serve from your home, from wherever you are. Um, come here and be a blessing and be blessed. When we worship the Lord in song, and I just, I just, I love worshiping the Lord in song. I you know for some of us, it might even be the only time all week that we do. It's just, you know, life is busy. And sometimes we forget. But when we worship the Lord in song, we are giving him a blessing. We're telling him who he is to us, and we get blessed back. He often speaks to us when we're worshiping. He, he, he brings that comfort. He brings that encouragement without anybody even saying anything or doing anything. It's just worshiping together. Um, we give him the glory. When we listen to the word preached, we're allowing God to help us to grow in our faith. When we fellowship after we hear the word, we can be in blessing and encouragement to one another. We can find out people's needs. We can pray for them. We can plan to visit them soon. And I'm sorry, I think I said to somebody this week I was going to come visit you, and it didn't happen, but it's going to happen next week for sure. I just remembered that now. Okay, when we serve, it's usually more of a blessing to us than who we're serving. Isn't that true? Except when your back's sore from shoveling the snow, maybe. You're not sure if you're getting blessed, right? <laughs> um, 
we need community, right? We need community, and we need all ages. We need the little children, we need the teenagers, we need the middle people, and we need the, I'm in the middle. <laughs> no, and we need, we need the older generation as well. We need each other. We, we can bless each other, encourage each other, and uh, yeah, that's basically what's on my heart today. Um, and I want to leave you with a verse from Psalms, um, because I think everything I was talking about starts here, right? It starts here with us, and, and we have to make the changes before we can be any of those things to others. And this is a great verse for that. I love it. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting light. Let's pray. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. Lord, we just take a moment to even just breathe, to just breathe in all the good that you have for us and breathe out all the bad stuff that needs to go. Lord, just help us to breathe sometimes. Just breathe that breath of life that you give us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to separate our thoughts from the light and the dark. Help us, Jesus. We need that. We need that. We need to allow you to control our minds. We need to be encouragers. We need each other. Lord, we thank you for your word that, that challenges us, but it, it's not meant to lay a heavy on us. It's just a challenge. It's just something we can... Uh, read, listen to, and take away and maybe make some changes this week, Lord God, to choose, to choose the light and to put away the darkness. Just put it away. Put away darkness and allow you to speak to us, to minister to us, to encourage us, uh, to forgive us, when we have failed or we, or we haven't been um, as pure as you'd like us to be, Lord Jesus. We all fail all the time, and you're right there saying, I forgive you. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for forgiveness. I thank you that each one of us is not alone. We have you, and we have our fellow brothers and sisters who we need, and they need us. So, Lord, go, go with us this week. Mold us and shape us. Encourage us, Lord Jesus. And help us to be a blessing to others. And help us to get closer to you during the week. Help us to take times to reflect on your word, to listen to your voice, to hear worship, so that we can have those, those, the light side 
predominating the dark side. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And if there are those here today, Lord, um, who need to do that, make that little first step and just ask you to come into their life, just the way I did. Okay, God, I believe you. Okay, <laughs> I surrender. I surrender now. Uh, I'm lost. I'm lost. If there's those here today that need to do that, God, I pray that you would help them. And I pray that they'd come and talk to somebody who could help them to, who could water that, Lord Jesus. If a seed was planted, Lord, that they would be able to um, grow in their walk with you, Lord Jesus. So if that's you today, that's all you have to do. Just say, I surrender. I, I can't do it on my own anymore. I need you. I need you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And uh, we want to always be here for you. But you know what? You're sitting beside people too. And maybe there's someone beside you who could pray for you right now before you go. Don't walk away today carrying any burdens, carrying any weight, any, anything. You can walk away from here having someone just sit beside you and pray for you. And Ralph and I will be up here as well. If you want to come for prayer here, that's fine too. Um, but go away. Be blessed with the blessing of the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace today and this week. Have a great week, but don't go away without prayer if you feel like you need it, okay? God bless you.